games, video 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 games. Welcome to the first Idle Thumbs podcast. Um, I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. I'm Jake Rodkin. We uh, all were part of Idle Thumbs at one point or another. Uh, Jake and I helped start the site, and now we're relaunching the site in a way that means we don't have to write as many words. Or uh, any words. Or any words. We can just, yeah, we can just talk into a, a microphone sometimes. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about video games <laughs> yeah. and hope that you enjoy that. I think that that's our slogan. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, we talk into a microphone. We <laughs> <laughs> Good slogan. It's what we do. It's, it's all we do at this point. It's the, the sole output of Idle Thumbs is now re recordings into a microphone. Um, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. <laughs> but they're video game related, probably. Yeah. Um, we should probably quickly introduce kind of who we are and what we do, and then we'll just get right into it. So I'm Chris Remo. I write for Gamasutra.com. Uh, which is a website that covers the development and business side of the video game industry. I used to write for Shack News, uh, which is where Nick is from. Yes, I'm Nick Brecken. I write for <laughs> Shack News. I wrote for, previous to that, I wrote for Idle Thumbs for a day. Yeah. <laughs> right. You have one article up there. Yeah. He actually has one unpublished article, I believe, sitting in the queue. Oh, yeah, oh it's still you, there. You yeah. published it on Shack since then, I think. I did, yes. Uh, also, uh, I'm Jake, as you'd know from a second ago. Uh, and <laughs> I work at Telltale Games doing graphic design and some sort of community coordinating or something. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, and Jake and I were, were in there on the ground floor with Idle Thumbs, right as it made its huge meteor like impact on the, the video game industry. Yeah. So, yeah, what we're trying to do is um, this is a little risky. We're trying to take an extremely uh, off the cuff attitude to recording a podcast. We're all sitting here in my apartment. Uh, speaking into microphones, and we have no plan or schedule or list of topics. This will work. This, yeah, <laughs> guaranteed success. <laughs> so, uh, without wasting any more time, um, I think the most obvious thing to talk about this video week games is, is video games. Well, yeah. <laughs> How about computer that? games. Uh, computer games. Alternatively, um, this last right now we're kind of right in the uh, the midst of the crazy holiday season. Um, when every game developer and publisher is releasing 8 million games and dragging the press around to 8 million events. Uh, Nick, probably more than any of us, has gone to a lot of those events. Um, Nick, I don't know if you want to talk about what you've seen that's awesome, What you, any of your reactions to you know the, the period we're in, all the stupid shit we're going we're to. Period we're in the age. This yeah, modern, age this modern game. Game. The modern epoch. <laughs> any comments on human history? Uh, no. Thanks. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, how about, how about there, there are a lot games? of video games coming out, yeah, in like three weeks, yep, and some of them are pretty good, but most of them, I went to a lot last week, I saw Mirror's Edge and Fallout and uh, and Gears of War 2. You played yes. Fallout for like four hours, right? Yeah, well, more like an hour and a half. More like an hour and a half. <laughs> That's like four <laughs> hours. That's That's expectation. I played the Megaton game. Yeah, you know, right. You know, the same, the same old so, hour and, you know, tooling around. By this point, I assume if you, if your experience with Fallout has been any any like mine, you've you've played that encounter or at least stuff surrounding it about three times by now. Yes. So that actually makes for a really good, I think, potentially good insight into into that game, which is did you actually find there to be uh, a variety of options that you could take? I mean, basically, my approach was to not do that at all and and just <laughs> go out, you know, and and just look around. By not do that, you mean not. The, the megaton, you know, okay, what, right. what they wanted me to do. You mean you, you know? tried as much as you could to hone your demo experience yes. over the three times you played it into the exact same playthrough all, all three times? Pretty much, yeah. I, I went north is, is pretty much the extent <laughs> okay. of my strength. Wait, for the people who don't necessarily know, like, what the scenario is and so forth, could you, maybe you could give yeah, a little context Yeah, you start out in the vault, here. and then, uh, you know, you sort of have free reign as to where you're going. Uh, they want you to go to the city, uh, but I didn't. So I just, I sort of went in one direction. There, there's an, for those who don't know, there's a nearby, as soon as, you know, if you know the story of Fallout, you know, I think most people do. You're, you're in a big vault, fucking apocalypse happens, you leave the vault. Uh, pretty, pretty soon outside, there's a town that I think is built on the, what is it, the sort of the husk of a nuclear yes, bomb? Yes, nuclear that, bomb. Yeah. Right. Um, that's a megaton. Right. That, that's kind of the, the also section. Also a Nintendo reference, but. 
Yeah, Megaton, yes. Uh, or possibly a reference to Sega publishing The Matrix Online. <laughs> Clearly the more exciting Megaton. Um, but yeah, so I think Bethesda, the developer, has wanted the press generally to kind of play through that Megaton section. Um, but obviously the promise of Fallout is that you can go wherever you want and do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So that's what you've been trying to do. Yeah, I was actually reading a blog post by uh, Duncan. Who wrote about this? Did you see that post? Dun this is Duncan Fife. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A Vital Thumbs. Yeah. A formerly Vital, Vital Thumbs. Thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, formerly. What's his What's his site, by the way? It's hit. It is hit self destruct. Dot yes. like blogspot.com. I think it's that might be might be that. Yeah. It's, it's a really it's a great site if you if it's you haven't seen it, which blogspot. you probably haven't. Yeah. It's he writes really really great stuff. It's sort of almost short stories, mm -hmm. uh, sort of allegorical short stories about video games. If that makes any sense, it's, it's really like a fable. Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> His, his his point was that you know that we've seen the same section of the game like several different times, and that uh, I think he used the term uh, 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 travel agent to describe game journalists in that in that respect. Um, you know that we're sort of going to the same location like ten times to sort of review it for for, for people who are. But I, I try to get outside of that and just sort of go off and find just random things. Yeah. And how was that? I mean, yeah. Um, you know. I, I think that that's probably where a lot of the game content that, that people are looking for with Fallout is, is going to be. I think the main storyline is pretty generic mm -hmm. in a way, but I think the, the sort of side quest stuff was a lot more interesting. But um, yeah, I don't know. I found some prostitutes. And, uh, <laughs> also, it's a video game that you were playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm, good. I, I hear that it has. Game, so it's, you know, going to be pirated. God, that's not where I was going with not that. Address that. <laughs> if there's any topic I don't want to address, it's that right now. Digital yeah. rights management. Yeah, let's. That's, you found the Derm. one that's even more <laughs> unappetizing. Um, yeah, I I I, I, I did this. I sort of did the same thing you did. Um, the most recent time I played it, and you got crushed, right? I got totally crushed. Got I ran crushed, into yeah. some some super mutants, and I eventually killed them. But I, I seriously had to sit there, popping out from behind a little shed, taking a few, you know, taking a few little pop gun shots at one of those big ass guys with a big mini gun. Yeah. Go back. I mean, it was, it was terrible. I used up all my, my morphine, which is now called morphine and, or not called morphine, I guess. Now it's called a made up thing. Right. Yes. I haven't played it since they changed the uh, name to cow out of the Australian government. Um, and I, it, I guess if anything that illustrated that they're not going the oblivion route of scaling everybody in the world to your level. Um, it, so the problem was that I didn't really have much of a chance to actually experience much interesting content because I spent most of my time getting destroyed by super mutants. I did find a slaving camp, like a slaver, uh, sort of outpost. Yeah. yeah I found the same thing. Right. And, uh, so you guys were actually both playing the intended demo. Not really. I know. No, no, I know. My <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean the game. I mean, like, we, we, individual components of Fallout, I think, you know, of Fallout Three are are solid. Like, I like the weapons, I like the combat, I like yeah. all that stuff. My only question, I mean, just going off the cuff, you don't really get a sense for how you would find that normally. So my only question is, you know, the, as far as the like the connective tissue of that game, I still, yeah, I have no idea if it's if it's uh, going to be compelling. Like the the actual the quest that would lead you to the, <laughs> the quest that would lead you to that to that content. You know, I really don't know if that's done at a uh, right you know compelling way yeah yeah I, I i think to me that game is almost still like sort of an unknown quantity like i, I it seems to me yeah most, well, and that's the yeah. part like the individual components right sound i yeah. think but whether or not you're led down the road in a in a way that feels smooth or natural yeah no idea. well i mean do you find like one of the things i've noticed about coverage of fall 3 and gamer expedition for fall 3 it's definitely one of those games that just at face value it is a given that this will be a great game. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm talking about a perception, like of the, the going perception here. That seems to be my take on how people are, are covering this game, like reading about it, yeah, writing about the it. The assumption like is that Fallout 3, just yeah. regardless of like the, the, the question that's here is like, how much of an amazing game will this be? Right. Which is yeah. like, it's apparently going to blow your mind, guaranteed. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I, I'm curious. I mean, it's funny because I. It's easy, even as sort of someone who is aware of that. It, I think it's really easy to get to get caught up in it. And it's funny because I don't find myself really writing previews. Like part of my job, my job these days no longer entails writing previews. So I never really have to deal with that ever, like mm -hmm. as part of my job. But Nick, you do. Yeah. I'm, do you have any thoughts on that in regards to Fallout Three or generally? It's it's a little you know it's 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 pretty challenging actually. I mean to approach it because I have preconceptions about the Fallout series. You yeah. know, and I think how they're ruining it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Bethesda. I've seen yeah. your photoshops. 
God. You post on No Mutants Allowed? Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. No, but I mean... Welcome, I mean, uh, No Mutants Allowed listeners, to episode one of the Adult Thumbs <laughs> podcast. Now that we've mentioned Fallout, they're probably listening, so... Just say it. Just right now, in your apartment, there's a guy <laughs> right above... Yeah, you don't. You apparently don't know these people. I wasn't kidding when I said <laughs> oh, that. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that wasn't a joke. Go ahead, Nick. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fallout. Fallout. It's uh, it's 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 tough because it's you you know you, you're trying you look at the individual parts of the game and you go all right well I enjoyed the city and I enjoyed this weapon or right. whatever but you know so much of the game is is in like you know actually playing through and, and getting a sense of the flow because I mean it's a huge wasteland and so you know even just going off off the off the you know in the side quests and stuff you end up just walking for like a long distance and not getting to anything and so I feel like you know. If I'm doing it that way, I feel like I don't know. Is, am I intended to play it, play the game in that fashion? And if not, then you know how can I accurately judge it? But if I do what they want me to do, then you know, in a sense, you're getting a very tailored experience. Yeah, and and I, I you know, they leave the game pretty open. So I, I wonder, even you know, starting from the vault, an average person could completely ignore that first quest. You know what I right. mean? Like, because can there's really nobody. I mean, I assume there's somebody who's well. Is, do they give you a quest marker to start out? They probably do, right? I yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, other than that, but there's, there's, no, there's yeah, nothing, there's nothing to stop keeping you to that. It's from, not on rails at all. Yeah, yeah. and I, and I mean, you can work your way up. You know, I mean, with, Oblivion was the same way, though. I mean, it was people yeah. took to that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, you know. But again, this game doesn't do the the level scaling thing that Oblivion did. Right. So to me, that like just and I don't mean to me in terms of my opinion, but to me in terms of my actual empirical experience, that definitely made a big impact on on me because I ran into dudes who just killed me. That said, I I don't prefer the the scaling method. I mean, I no, I, no. I I prefer the way they're doing it in Fallout. So. Well, in the way they're doing it, you can pick up a huge weapon and just sort of you know go from there. You don't really you have may to just suck at it. Yeah, right, right, yeah. So yeah, and that's kind of what I've been doing. But yeah, yeah. And Jake, are you? I mean, are you looking forward to this game at all? I I mean, yeah, I I don't know why. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> right, that's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, because uh, I like Fallout One and Two are definitely games that like. Pretty much since I found out that they existed, are like those games look pretty great. Yeah. I should play those, and I even like I think I bought Fallout for the Macintosh and uh, <laughs> installed it and watched the opening cutscene and said this is amazing. This is the, like the coolest thing that I've ever played on a computer game. And then twenty minutes later, I said, "Oh um, yes," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then I meant to come back to it, and it's been fifteen years or whatever. So you're a big long time fan. Ten years, yeah. whatever. Yeah, so yeah, so you're big. So I'm. <laughs> I, just, I suspect rapidly that, anticipating. But I mean, but I other than twenty minute new well, twenty no, minute my, experience. It's funny you say that, the big long time fan, because I suspect, like, and you know, maybe, maybe I'm. I've I'm talked to a lot here. of people who have had Fallout experiences similar to mine. It comes right. up a lot in forum oh, threads right. and in discussions of just like this game looks great, but Fallout Three is a lot of people's excuse, I think, to finally like be a Fallout fan? Actually, yeah. Like, right. I'm looking but, forward but to I actually see, seeing yeah. sort of what people might have been talking about or at least right. being able to see this new one and then say, okay, well, I understand now, yeah. maybe. But, but I, what I was going to say is something a little more cynical. Which oh, is, you're a I, jerk. Because that's what I do. Because uh, <laughs> I, I suspect, and I, you know, I could be off on this, and this is probably this is probably isolated to like hardcore gaming forums, but I, I bet there are a lot of self-proclaimed like big Fallout fans who had that exact experience. Like, you know what I mean? People who oh, they they actually who they love the concept of right. Fallout, but probably haven't actually gone through it. Yeah, like, right. I'm such a fucking Fallout fan, but does they better not fuck that up? Like, I bet at least some of those people haven't actually played the Fallout, and I've never played Fallout too. Like, I fucking so poser. you know, <laughs> I'm already you know halfway there, but but I don't know. I, you know, I guess in this case. They're taking their so, lead from Fallout One to begin with. So. Fallout Three is is the uh, is the way out for all these people to go legit, and so they can start. They can finally get, you know, at least, soak, at least like five six hours in, soak so they can themselves in Fallout, right, right, so to speak. They can soak themselves in Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, Jake looks disgusted. I, I don't know about that. They might do that. I may not have thought that through entirely. <laughs> Shut up. Um, yeah, they'll be soaking. So anyway, Fallout. I don't know. I think. Okay, I mean, this is a. So, really what happens when they actually have to make a comparison? Do they just, you know? I don't think they. they they'll will. compare the opening cutscenes, I mean, right? They'll, yeah, they'll, they'll compare it to their minds. Like right. it's just so much better. Well, maybe that's why it's all getting why, why did, a preview. Why do they go three D just... with this? I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. that first screen in Fallout One was uh, not three D. <laughs> was it? 
What do you mean the first screen? I don't know. That's the part that they might have seen. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, no. Well, just, I mean, no, nothing in that game was 3D. I mean, it was all sprites and stuff. Well, I thought it was rendered. Parts of it were pre-rendered. Yeah, in the same sense that Diablo is. Diablo is a 3D game. <laughs> no, it's not. 3D graphics. All right, whatever. Donkey, Donkey Kong Diablo, Country. Donkey, <laughs> Donkey, yes, like that. Yes. All right, anyway, uh, we should move on from Fallout. To Donkey I mean, Kong Country. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. I mean, I'm, I, at this point, I'm pretty much... You're going to buy it. I'm going to buy it yeah. anyway. I mean, you know, so whatever. <laughs> I guess oh, issue closed. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, but I, you know, I, I think that I think that based on the success of Oblivion and games like that, and honestly, like I'll be, you know, frankly, and and I'm super happy for Bethesda, but I'm genuinely surprised that Oblivion and and Morrowind too, to to not quite as much of an extent, but even Morrowind really have like resonated hugely among gamers. Like, does that surprise you guys? Well, at like, all? Oblivion, ever since the first screenshots came out, kind of like Fallout 3, actually, that was like hailed by press as like, this is the fucking game to play <laughs> on your 360. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Oh, and right. It, the 360. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm true. talking about. I mean, yeah. like, like, Oblivion, RPG, Oblivion was just like, this is and... the thing. And it's like, this is the thing? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm really not an RPG person at right. all. And it's yeah, like, wow, no. this game looks great. And, but, it, and like, there was that screenshot of the guy. Uh, on the horse in the armor, mm, like he had yes. the armor, not the horse. horse there was before, it was before horse armor. It was pre pre horse armor era. Yes. But then, then there were all the those, there were all those like really nicely done trees flowing off into the background. And I remember, I think it was Jason Bergman in his blog was just like, "This is amazing. I've never seen anything like this game. This is amazing." And it's like, well, it's a lot of it's a lot of trees. It well, was cool I mean, looking, well, but I mean, like that also, game just I mean, out of the gate. And when you were playing the game, like there was never really any incentive to like walk through those forests either. It was mostly just like this is skipping. Between no one cares that. about that. They well, already bought it. I mean, are you concerned about that with with Fallout too? Because I kind of am. Uh, a little bit. I mean, when I played I th- like I had. I mean, I mentioned getting to the to the uh, to the dudes who killed me, but I had to walk pretty goddamn far to get there. There's a lot of walking. Yeah. yeah. But I, but you know whatever. I mean, this is stuff. People have already had these discussions about Oblivion, yeah. but I, I do think it was. You have to walk a lot. I mean, it's a good point you raised about the Xbox 360 because I I was Bethesda's been doing this for for what 15 years like, right mm-hmm. but I mean, with when, with when Oblivion it just Elder like they exploded yeah that's what I yeah it was yeah. sort of impressive um, but anyway so uh, good for them Bethesda is kind of one of those companies where even though Oblivion like wasn't my sort of number one game like I really respect them for doing what they did like a, a first a single player RPG with that kind of scope is the kind of thing that I used to always associate with the PC. Which makes sense. I mean, those guys were part of that. Um, but they kept doing it, like, in an age when that wasn't really the thing to do, and suddenly they hit it big. Like, really big. I think so, it's... I mean, good for them. I think it's graphics. I mean, was, I, I think whatever. it was just, I mean, you know... Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah but gotta, that roped people into playing that yeah, kind of game. Well, sure, awesome. yeah, I mean, no, that's, that's... After the first 10 hours, it wasn't the graphics. It was, oh my god, I gotta keep playing this game. Well, you know what I mean? It's like, you talk to people who played that game, and maybe they initially started paying attention to it, because it was these amazing... Draw yeah, I wonder stuff, how long people actually played that game, though. <laughs> Silence. <goddamn> long. Well, <laughs> as far as I can tell, people played that game a lot. I've talked to a lot. In fact, this is another topic I want to kind of bring up. And I, now that I now that I sort of I'm on that topic of how long people play the games, and this might be something that is a very small phenomenon, but it's a phenomenon that I've encountered in people, and I'm curious if you guys have. And if not, we can just move on. Um, but we talk, you know. It's really overplayed, obviously, to talk about hardcore gamers, casual gamers, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't really want to talk about that. But I do think there is an interesting segment of gamers that nobody talks about, maybe because it's not interesting. Um, so, <laughs> so just so this is going to be great. I know. I can't wait. I'm setting the expectations low here. Um, I, I, I think there's a, a class of person, class of gamer who plays like a couple games, maybe a year or every few years, and they play them. They play the shit out of them, and they. I've met people like this. Games that fall into those categories, I've found, have included like Civilization Four, for example, or in the past other civilizations. Oblivion is a great one because I had a friend who was one of these people who he played the shit out of Morrowind mm-hmm. when that was out, and before that he played the shit out of like Master of Orion Three or something. And but he doesn't buy a lot of games. He doesn't go to gaming websites. He doesn't go hang out at GameStop. I mean, I don't know why you would, but he doesn't. <laughs> uh, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't read gaming magazines. He doesn't talk to people about games, but he has. A, there's a couple games where he will just pick those up, and he and it happens once every couple of years. Well, it's the difference between being a fan of gaming and being a fan of whatever company is making it. But know. I don't think it's a company thing. I don't think he even knows. I don't think he could name the person who made those games, like or the the, the, the studio. I mean, that is almost 
I mean, the game itself, it was designed to be more hardcore, but that sounds like an extremely casual gamer experience for that. I mean, that's like, I mean, all right, you're you're playing, yeah, you're playing that, but I mean, you're playing it in the same way that someone might just destroy their lives playing Zuma or whatever. (laughs) That's true. That's, see, that's a fair point. I mean, like, my brother used to play Free Space. Yeah, the the Mm -hmm. sort of spinoff. Yeah, but like, he just played it. That's what I'm talking about. So he, but like, he, he just—that's it. But I mean, what do you, well, what do you mean that? Yeah, it's weird. What else would he do to it? I know. <laughs> but it, he didn't even mod it or anything. Oh, but no, I mean, like, I mean, he wasn't into it to like, you know, achieve anything like hardcore. You know, he wasn't like he wasn't in it for any actual objectives in the game. He was in it just to be like the act of, of sitting oh, there playing that game, like right. not in the not in, auto sense of just kind of like, I'm it is a, it is a uh, trance, and it's like it's yeah. like it's like it's it's his game. I'm gonna go right. watch my programs or something. Right. Like, right. yeah, well, that's maybe, maybe I think CS is like that for a lot of people at this point, actually, Ca- yeah, as well. Yeah, pardon yeah. me, Counter Strike. Yeah. Well, no, I just wanted to make sure you weren't <laughs> computer science uh, education. Well, actually, the thing that came to mind was. I thought you were going to say CSI for some reason, like in the sense. Wow, no, I would not <laughs> watching. I, uh, no, not CSI. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that. Anyway, no, Counter Strike. Yeah, no, obviously. Uh, the, the One point six. Think of that is because I, <laughs> I generally think of Counter Strike players as people who are like obsessive gamers. But I guess if that's if they get to the point where that's all they're playing, I don't know if that's true. Because I, I mean, yeah, like like uh, that, that guy that I was talking to in GameStop the other day who just was like, yeah, I used to play games all the time, but I just sort of. Sort of go home and play CS. And like I, when he said that, uh, I talked to a GameStop clerk who told me that. Just a little backstory there. But when he, and uh, I guess I'll, I can't remember that whole story. But, uh, I was talking to a guy when I was buying the, the Wario Land game for the Wii and he, yeah. he was talking to the other guy there about casual games and how we're coming up on the year of the casual game. It was a really off putting, it was really age of. See, this is what I wanted you to talk about. I wanted you to talk about ages and, and epochs. Uh, He's not going to. we got to rely on the GameStop guy to do that. <laughs> anyway, it was a really off-putting conversation, so maybe it's for the best. But uh, <laughs> I, w- I was talking to him about Mega Man 9, I think, uh, and he was saying that he just he owned a 360 and a PS3, and he considered himself a hardcore gamer, but he really just wasn't finding any games for the hardcore gamer anymore. Presumably he meant himself. Uh, <laughs> so all he really wanted to play was Counter-Strike, uh, and when he said that, like, it didn't sound to me like he was the sort of guy who actually, like, got on the mic and, like, played with his clan. It sounded like he was the sort of guy who loads up the server with the lowest ping on dust and just runs through <laughs> it 800 times, which right. is basically bejeweled, except that he <laughs> right. might have, like, an yeah. AWP. Um, and this was further enforced by him saying, it's a year of the casual games, but he delayed. Uh, like, hold on. Uh, if they've got uh, if they've got games in this year of casual games that are anything like Peggle, it's going to be pretty sweet because that <laughs> game rocked. It was like what? So that I mean, just like any suspicions that I had that that, that his playstyle of CS was actually a closet casual dude <laughs> were completely just like nailed yeah, by yeah, by like yeah. you know I don't like casual games. But if they're anything like Peggle, the casualest game ever made, <laughs> where you click the mouse and, and a not, game plays yeah, itself. Right. And that's not even a slam on Peggle. That's just an observation. That's right. It's like, yeah. well, Jesus, guy. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. Wait, so, do you know what you're talking about at all? So that guy was GameStop clerk. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, speaking of Wario Land. Yeah, I was playing it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, you, want to, you want to talk, make something of it? Like, well, yeah. Then I'll fight you. Sweet. Uh, yeah, I was playing Wario Land. I haven't really gotten very far in it, so I don't have a whole lot to say. I was hoping to get a little further, but uh, I don't play. I don't play that many uh, computer games or video games. So <laughs> Wario Land is your wait, casual. Um, actually, sorry to, to not talk about about Wario Land for a second. Yeah. When you're talking about playing games on the PS3, can you refer to them as computer games? <laughs> Because <laughs> even in commercials, I'm where they're sure like, this somebody... game is coming soon to the uh, PlayStation 3 computer entertainment system and the Xbox 360. Like, have you heard that? Where the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, I mean, it's a computer. Who gets a million press releases a day. Uh, if oh, you, right. If you say PlayStation 3 in a press release, you have to call it the computer. It all in capital letters and <laughs> fill it with little R's in parentheses and put computer entertainment system after it. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to play a computer game on the PSN. Uh, but I was playing Wario Land, and it's a game. For sure. It's a 2D Wario game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not really how you can say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. I mean, I was I was thinking about it, and uh, the game itself, I don't know. There's, I'm on World 2, so uh, you know, I've played through some levels. 
uh, went through the sort of like critical path of the first world, went did some side missions where you collect and there are things that aren't on the critical path. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's not like Mario World where there's uh, where there's levels that sort of appear when you get a secret exit, right. but they've gone to the sort of. I mean, Nintendo does it in all their sort of 2D platformers at this point. It seems like, yeah. and yeah. I mean, you know, where they have collect a bazillion coins. Uh, there's like a sort of time trial challenge in each level, and then there's a couple other things like find various pieces of treasure or uh, beat the level without losing health or whatever detonate every bomb in the entire level whatever whatever yeah. whatever um and it, it's it's pretty good i was i'm really psyched i was really psyched about it when i saw it at pax just because the game looks great it's sort of the yeah, uh right. yeah. i mean like they've done uh they did the second yoshi's island they did new super mario brothers uh when you say they are you- and nintendo the publisher has like they've sort of been you know it seems like since oh, oh you mean just recently like mm. yeah i mean there have been they've been sort of trying to do this uh, 2d platforming resurgence on the handhelds and it was nice to see them bringing that over to uh, to the wii and okay. it's sort of like like when i was say in elementary school and they were making mario games at the you know the super mario 3 super mario the super mario 3 <laughs> but you know when they were making those games and you sort of look you look at the art and the strategy guides if you were a big huge mario dork like i was in elementary school and you sort of think in the future i'll be playing a game that where the characters look exactly like they do on the box in the and, right box. and like in the player's guide and this yeah. game is that game which right. is which is kind of cool except that is it really good though it's 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 holding my interest but yeah. it's not like i mean i was i was just over at a friend's house uh who had just bought a wii we were playing uh mario world on uh the virtual super console mario super mario world and uh that was after i had just like completed the first world of of wario land on the wii yeah and uh it it reminded me that maybe i was just sort of <laughs> uh filling a 2d platformer hole with this game and that maybe it was just sort of a a thing <laughs> right uh, I, mean, yeah. I mean i for the longest time as i, I I'm, maybe i'm talking about this for too long but like i was a i was a huge 2d platforming guy yeah all the way up through and beyond the n64 like mario 64 came out and i wasn't into it because i thought it looked like lemmings 3d or something uh <laughs> apparently i hate mail to jake app- yeah, right. i have a huge amount of respect for that game at this point but yeah. I, I was apparently mistaken because it's an amazing game so it says <laughs> anyone who can get more than 10 stars into that game right. um but i'd always sort of just no, i didn't have an n64 so I, yeah but just know. it was like i'm it's sort of one is it, is it actually your favorite game no one additional sort of final shred of weird internet fanboy in me has sort of died now that i've played mario galaxy which was like the most amazing 3d platformer mm-hmm. that i've played yeah, probably yeah, ever it really and then was. it's like and then I play New Super Mario Brothers and Wario Land. It's like, okay, well, fine. Maybe, maybe Nintendo <laughs> has moved on, and I'm left behind playing these horrible, inferior looks at the past. Well, well have you guys they're not actually like, they're not horrible, but you no, know what no, I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, not, yeah. Yeah. like it's, Mario it's, Galaxy just reminds you of every single thing that you ever loved about Nintendo yeah, platformers from yeah. the from the sort of earlier Nintendo eight bit, sixteen bit eras, yeah. and then the yeah, new stuff, yeah. the new stuff that is actually directly in that style right. feels sort of like it's it's definitely like. On the surface, it looks like that, but it's clearly those games as seen sort of through a lens of of not as awesome. Mm-hmm. That's my <laughs> not a lens of not as you awesome. Sum that up well. <laughs> anyway, that well, I was just gonna say, like, what do you guys think of like Mega Man Nine and like Bion- I want to Bionic- talk about Mega Man Nine because <laughs> Jesus Christ, is that game hard? It's yeah, not. I know. Okay, don't give me that shit. It's, it's, not. it's, it's okay. It's hard. But when was the last time you actually played Mega Man Two or Three or One? For that matter, a, a lot of years ago, but, but okay, it's well, the same. It's okay. That it's, might, that may be mm. so. That means it's fucking hard. Those games were hard. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. It's hard. Okay. I'm not saying okay. This is my dilemma about Mega Man. Actually, I was I was discussing this on the Shack. Actually, speaking of the Shack, yeah. like recently, um, the I I grew up as a PC gamer, so I didn't have an NES when it was out. All my friends did, though. So, Aww. you know... So this is actually... <laughs> this is like, I don't know where this is going. No. I didn't have <laughs> you, Well, I mean... You were the guy. Yeah, I, yeah, I was suck. that guy. Can I come over to your house? <laughs> but see, I didn't care, though, because at the time I didn't realize... Like, maybe if the if I'd been, if I was a kid when the internet was, like, a big thing, maybe then I would have cared. But, like, you know what I mean? If you were a kid when the internet was a big thing? <laughs> yeah, like, if I was a kid now... Oh, oh the internet's right. a big thing now. Yeah. Internet, I didn't, I mean, the World Wide Web didn't exist in the years I'm talking about. Uh, um, and so, you know. Age. In that age, in that yeah. earlier, that simpler age. <laughs> um, but no, but at the time, like, I really, to me, it was just, oh, I play games on a computer and, like, my friends play game on an NES. But I, I had other friends who also were exclusively PC gamers at the time. So none of us really, I don't think at the time it really occurred to any of us that there was, like, 
such a thing as a platform war. Like, I didn't even really know kids who had even the Sega and Nintendo rivalry thing going on. Like, I had one friend with the Genesis and no, like... Was that actually a rivalry at the time? Your, your, your <laughs> perception of this might be colored. It was like a story, I'm, I'm but with consoles. I didn't consoles. perceive any rivalry yeah. is what I, I'm saying. I also didn't, but I, well, I owned a Nintendo t- and had friends who owned a Sega, but I don't right. think we ever well, like got in a fight. Well, you, I mean... Yeah, we I just shared. Well, we, we, were you, just, were you like, gesturing at your computer like you were pointing Sega. at Neogaf? <laughs> well, like, the, like the internet generally. I mean, yeah, but that's, that's the internet. Well, so my point is, well, all I'm saying is, my point is that I, when I played those games, it was sort of in like brief bits of time. It was, Actually, I do think I actually beat... Super Mario Brothers at the time, just because that game was so like omnipresent that I mean, there were so many opportunities for me to play it just existing in that, you know, at that point. But I, so I played Mega Man, I played like at least the first three, but I certainly didn't beat them and I certainly didn't sit down for days and days on end, like memorizing every platform. So that's not a part of my like sort of video game nostalgia that I have. Like it's not. It's never a thing I grew up doing. It's never a thing I was really familiar with as a kid. And so now playing it Playing Mega Man 9 now, I run into people who are like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, don't you remember? Like me a second ago, apparently. (laughs) Like, do you remember drawing the maps yourself and, like, figuring shit out and leaving the thing on pause for 12 hours when you went (laughs) to school? And I'm like, no. So does that mean I just can't play this? Because I never developed those skills. I mean, if if so, fine. Like, I'm willing to accept that Mega Man 9 is is exclusively developed for people who had those memories and and no one else. But that's unfortunate to me because I love how it looks. I love how it sounds. I love the fact that it's just jump and shoot. Like, I love all the, the sort of elements of the game. It's just, I can't play it. Like, I beat one boss so far. I mean, it's it's hard. And it does, it feels like it doesn't want me to play it. You know what I mean? Like, see, I, I, I had those skills and, but I don't, I don't miss using them. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'll get into it. And I'm just like, all right, you know, I, I don't want to die that many times in a row. Yeah. Like, that's just not, yeah. not fun. I guess, like, my Mega Man 9 experience was actually just the living incarnation of that Mega Man 9 Penny Arcade comic, which I'm sure you guys have seen. Yeah, it's a great comic. With, you know, yeah, yeah, with Gabe sitting there looking like a little kid, then Tycho walks over and looking just like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) And then he sits down and grabs a controller and pops into suddenly being eight years old as as well. Yeah. And that's basically been me and my friend Jared who have been playing this game, and it's just like, like... 17, 18 years have just yeah. sort of washed away and I'm sitting on a couch holding the Wii remote with the D-pad and the uh, yeah. A and B button. And yeah. uh, I don't know. No, I mean, I, I, I totally else. blew for the first hour yeah. and now I don't. And it's like, oh man, maybe I actually can play a video game. Yeah. I'm not an old man. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> cool. And like, I, you know, honestly, I'm willing to totally, I frankly think that's awesome. Like, despite the fact that it's clearly, you know, something that I may not be equipped to do. I, you know, like it's pretty cool that they were able to that there was actually a delivery mechanism and an audience for them to say literally, remember this thing that you did when you were a kid. If you still want to experience that, we actually made this game that is that, but it's a new one and you haven't played it yet. Like that's pretty goddamn cool. It's just personally sort of unfortunate for me because I really do like every single other thing about it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not like I don't appreciate the game at all it's 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 literally just well you could complete the vicarious experience and just come over when jared and i are playing and watch well, us I, beat yeah, a I mean, robot master maybe i'll do that and i'll take a turn every once in a while and, <laughs> and die you guys can quickly get back to playing no it's um everyone dies a million times yeah but but no but i do think it's cool that they, that they released it you know i've heard people criticize Mega Man 9 for deliberately being low fidelity sort of for no reason that's like one but, of the, one of its most redeeming things yeah, they, they yeah. sort of force themselves to pare it down to exactly what it was about those right. games and it's not just an issue like i don't think it's an issue of man games were better then and they're just using the tools when games were better like no it's not that at all mm-hmm. it's this game is specifically designed to evoke the reaction that the penny arcade guys were writing about the whole point of this game is we're trying to evoke that era of games yeah. Uh, you know, like that was the point, and it's very <laughs> successful at doing that. Like, yeah, that was America yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. But I mean, do you guys agree at all? I mean, I also just like pixel art fit straight up. Sorry for the sirens. <laughs> um, I like pixel art straight up. Just I, I like looking at it. But I don't think there's there's any like <laughs> yeah. it looks cool. You know what I mean? Like yeah, especially eight bit stuff. I think like has a certain attractiveness, like a charm to it that you know for some reason has held up hold up a lot better than certain other dated graphics do. Um, but you know, I don't think there's any question that they were very much trying to tap into that nostalgia directly. Do you think the people who were writing music for games, uh, in the eighties, like, especially at Capcom were actually listening to a lot of Oingo Boingo and the talking heads when they were writing that stuff? <laughs> Cause, or was that style of music really that pervasive in the eighties amongst 
people. That's a good question. It's so funny because mm, you, you'll, yeah. you'll be listening to like a Talking Heads album and suddenly just like a riff from DuckTales will come on. It's like, <laughs> what the hell is this? Yeah. Like like eight synthesizers being pitch bent all at the same time. It's, yeah. it's so weird. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I've got nowhere to go with that, but it just... Yeah, uh, no, it's... It, yeah. Because like that's... That, that wasn't like the... Anyway, I'm sorry. No, it's... No, no. <laughs> I, that's, that's, a, that's a funny thing. I'm sorry. Because at this point, you know, I think that the music of that era has become... Has, put itself in such a there's such a clean break between modern video game music and that video game music mm -hmm. like there really isn't a line like in rock music you can draw a line right. through the different eras the different decades you can't really do after after like the mid 90s you can't do that in video game music at all and so i think as a result of that people tend to look at that music from the 80s and early 90s and and put it in a vacuum like that's what video game music was at the time and now that's an influence on some people you know what i mean like some people who make chip tunes or some people who, who do video game cover bands or whatever right or like the right. uh like the um music for games by clover and grasshopper manufacturer right exactly yeah, stuff like yeah. that but i think it's a valid point to raise that probably at the time not even probably certainly at the time the guys who were actually writing that music were doing it in the context of what they were listening to and it's because it's so abstract like it's just you know it's all it's all like very sort of basic synthesis synthesized stuff right. going on like it's, it's so just, easy it's just, to separate that from like its influences. Yeah, it's just interesting though. That, yeah, to be listening to music that was actually like real music right. at the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. and suddenly have your brain map it back down to all the, right. the triangle, exactly, square, and yeah. sine waves from the NES, and be like, "Oh crap, this is yeah. that song from from the Himalayas." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fascinating. I would. It'd be really interesting to talk to some of the guys, like you know, I don't know who's the guy, like Richard Jakes and. Some of, I mean, it'd be hard to talk to the Japanese guys, but, you know, and because they are, speak Japanese, they speak yeah. Japanese and we don't, but you know, I don't know, guys who were, who were making video game music at the time Sorry. and sort of asked like if they were aware of any trends going on right. or anything like that. Cause that's a really interesting point. I never really thought about that. But, yeah. I don't know. Somewhere along the line, video game music just became so overblown. Well, it, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I really appreciate that basic, you know, uh, form of music where there's you know, there's like PlayStation. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's like when they started bringing out like symphonic composers, you know, and just like well, when doing it, this when generic, was, yeah. like, yeah, you know, like now we have the storage space and compression ability and streaming to do this. Yeah. So let's just be Hollywood, but a shitty version of it. Yeah. We're still in that era, sadly. Mario Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. That game was that awesome. Game did have a good soundtrack. Yeah, that's why it's good. Yeah. Midi. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's Mega Man 9. That's <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I guess to, to bring us back to, to more modern things, was there anything else you saw or played, Nick, recently that you were, like, super amazed by? I mean, you, you must have seen a lot of games in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, nothing that was super surprising. What about like Gears of War 2? Uh, Gears of War 2. Well, that's an interesting. Uh, you just you know. sounded and looked physically pain. Was that, was that an honest? <laughs> yeah, I mean, nodding? I can't talk about it very much, so it makes it. Oh kind god, of difficult. To, uh, are you embargoed? Yeah, I'm embargoed on most of the game. So, I mean, a lot so, of the would I be violating your embargo by describing your facial uh, expressions? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I, I, do I, your I, facial expressions represent your opinion about the game? Well, I mean, I, you can't comment on that. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very straightforward approach to a sequel outside of you know, I mean, the <sighs> Outside of the mainstream, shattering preconceived notions of what a Gears of War game could be. <laughs> well, I mean, the stuff that they added is stuff. Let's put it that way. You know, I mean, it, let's not put it that way. Let's put it a better way. Well, I, I, I really cannot. I mean, like, all right. For instance, the trailer that that they released initially, where you're driving on that truck, yeah. right? That's a pretty good example of what they did with a lot. You mean like the on rails? The on rails. You're on yeah. a truck, and there's, there's stuff happening around yeah. you, and there's you know there's a lot of guys on the ground, you know, like huge armies and stuff, and then there's a big thing that comes in and shoots at you. But the gameplay in, in those moments is just so basic yeah. that uh, you know, as somebody who actually really liked the original Gears of War, like you know, for, you're gonna love Gears of War too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, I, I can't. Again, I can't really, I guess, pass judgment on the rest of the game, but I, or but talk did, about you, the things that really did, would be interesting to talk Gears about. Of War, though, right? Oh yeah, I love Gears of War. Yeah. I mean, I, I certainly had some qualms about it, but like you know, from a yeah. basic gameplay standpoint, I I really enjoyed the, the yeah. you know the cover based shooting, uh, the maneuvers and shit that you had to do. And you played the multiplayer a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate. It. And I, you know, the multiplayer in two is is pretty solid. So I mean, I think it's it's you know, but but. Um, <laughs> The uh, the campaign is certainly a mixed bag right. of of, yeah. uh, of additions. I think the bigger you know approach, just you know, 
they tried to think of different things that they could do to gears rather than improving. And I, I shouldn't say that they did both. They, you know, they, they iterated on, on the, you know, on the basic shooting, they added some things and, yeah. you know, switched it up a little bit here and there, but the set pieces, the major action moments, right. Just from a gameplay standpoint, we're not, you know, do you think not a step forward? Yeah. Do you think that that style of shooter, the, and I'm and I'm going to sort of broadly divide. This this may be an overplayed discussion. I don't really know if overplayed. I don't know if people have this discussion ever. It's a new segment. <laughs> overplayed. We talk <laughs> about things you're sick of hearing about, but I don't know. I mean, maybe it is. Um, broadly dividing shooters like this is a super rough division. The kind of you know Valve and its ilk. You know mm. Valve, Call of Duty, Gears of War, games that basically put you on a roller coaster ride. Yeah. Like sort of those on rails things, and then you've got. Uh, like more the, the kind of shooters that I I sort of saw becoming more prevalent, like in the late '90s, early 2000s, then like really faded away, and maybe are having a bit of a resurgence. Like if you're the, crisis, mm. the crisis is like <laughs> yeah, the crisis I guess is one. Like I only just installed Stalker, so I can't really talk about it much. But um, I'm behind on that one. But you know, games that have more of a like uh, put you in an environment and, and let you do more things. Right. Like the. I've kind of been surprised, and and even games like Oblivion, sort of Oblivion, Morrowind, like Fallout, even though they're not shooters, they play to that same style of game design. Yeah. Like, do you guys have any have any thoughts as to sort of whether the genre is actually going one way or the other, or if both are actually, if if maybe the more open one is actually just becoming a more viable genre, or if it's just, we're just seeing outliers? Because I would like to see that become a more explored area, well, and I. Are those are the open games games that a lot of people actually play, or are they games really that, the, that some people in the press really like and the hardcore really like? Because I mean, Crisis, I, I don't really know. I don't follow this crap because I I, <laughs> I, I never have time to actually use the internet to read about video games because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fair enough too busy making videos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, like I, I hear, I hear, you know, you hear about Crisis, you hear about Stalker yeah. for years while they're in development, and then. Like I didn't really hear about Call of Duty Four that much, and then it came out, and everyone talked about that game for months and months and months, and people were still that game is still brought up as what shooter should I play? Call of Duty Four, right? But so few people actually in the actual sort of community of people who talk about games who just on the internet web forums. I don't know. I, I no, I mean it's a valid point. I, I think those those games might get equal play in the press, but at the end of the day, I think that well, I don't think they do get equal play in the press. But well, they get equal play in the press that I no, I don't know. What, <laughs> what I would you know, I would be more than willing to take a scenario where where they don't get equal time or equal play or equal sales, but there's still a viable market for that. That's for that fair enough. Cat. Like that's all mm -hmm. I really. I mean, like yeah, I mean. It's runaway one, smash. It's one thing to say you're not going to sell as much as Call of Duty Four. Well, that's not what I meant. But you know, no, I know, I know what you meant. But I'm just saying, I'd still be happy with a scenario where it was like, well, maybe enough people will actually buy this that it'll be worth making. Like to me, that's fine. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Do, oh, by the way, actually, on that topic, Nick, do you know? Because I, I haven't read, like, looked up the magazine or anything. Call uh, Deus Ex Three, like. Do you know anything about that? Oh, no, nah, you know, actually, I, I sort of missed out on all that yeah. announcement thing. I mean, I, I sort of saw a couple of details, but I'm not totally briefed on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually... I don't know. I'm not I'm not optimistic about the project at all. Yeah. I, I don't really... I, I know so little about it that I can't even really be pessimistic or optimistic, but I'm kind of... My default reaction to things is yeah. generally pessimism. So. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I, I was recently... It's, I was recently looking to buy find a copy of Deus Ex 1 because I never beat that game and I don't know what I did with my like original copy. Uh, <laughs> Jake is laughing because he knows what's coming next. Um, I was So I was on eBay looking for a copy of that game so I can finish it and I found an auction, a track that played as soon as I got to that page. Hi there. Just a quick reminder that this item does not include a game disc or game cartridge. <laughs> Please read the description of this item for complete details on what is included with this item. A game disc or a game cartridge is not included with this item. Let the game begin. VRE software. Yeah. <laughs> what? VRE software. Let the game begin. So that was my completely gratuitous uh, insertion. So did you buy it? Well, no, man. Can you, can you hear the guy? It doesn't come with a game. 
You clearly did not you, read the auction details. <laughs> no, no, I was just asking him. Did you just go for it? You know, I was tempted to because the guy was so goddamn enthusiastic about his box, but I couldn't justify it to myself. Did you uh, buy a copy of Deus Ex uh, no, 1? No, because, okay, call me a big fucking stupid dork. You're a big fucking... I, oh, <laughs> that's, I'm sorry. But I really wanted one that comes in the original box because I really like old... But you could have bought this auction and then that CD sleeve version. <laughs> you hear it? God damn it, I didn't even think of that. That would have been what? hilarious. That was, no, but that's like the only know, reason that guy wasn't been selling shipping it. Shipping costs on eBay are everybody over... Like... No, that's that would be ridiculous. I I'll just use an Amazon seller or something. But uh but yeah. Amazon.com. <laughs> Please be our sponsor, theoretically. <laughs> We'd be we've already mentioned you. When shopping, use our affiliate link, <laughs> Idle Thumbs. <laughs> that yeah. does not exist. Uh, we'll Please. just read the entire URL. And, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I wanted come. you guys to hear that. Um <laughs> <laughs> that was your wish for this yeah. podcast. <laughs> you can't tell me that wasn't worth playing. No, it's good. That wasn't internet. worth like, playing. The number. I hate you. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't really know how to how to segue from that into anything else. But no, that's that's, <laughs> that's a challenge. So <laughs> that was video, it. Video, <laughs> this is a video game. I yeah. know. Uh, man, I was going somewhere. Oh man, uh, is when's the Max Payne movie coming out? You guys uh, know? like a week, I think. Oh wait, are you serious? It's, yeah. Oh, we're well, all watching that. I totally, I didn't realize that. I totally thought that was like next year or something. Oh no! And I got oh, tickets no. for all three of us. I don't know what the joke is, but you're playing it very straight. <laughs> I don't know. You guys think it's gonna be good? What? No. <laughs> Based on the I don't know. Trailer? I'm really curious. About, I don't know. I'm really like this movie. I, don't I know. really like the marketing. Like that, the poster looks like the box, <laughs> and like, yeah. hey, you know, it's got the spray painted yeah. thing. It's got market. It doesn't say a man with nothing to lose or whatever, and crime scene do not cross. It missed. They forgot those two elements of the box, yeah. but they got the brick wall and they got the stencil, the stencil like sports yeah. jersey Max Payne thing right. font. Yeah, the fall of Max Payne. That's the second one, man. I guess. By the way, do you guys think it would have been totally badass to just have the fall of Max Payne be the title of that game? Like, why? Yeah, Max Payne Max 2. Payne two? Like, it yeah. says Max Payne. Uh, it's because, uh, I think it's because of Scott Miller. <laughs> Seriously, no, didn't you, have you read his blog, the, yeah. um, the Duke Nukem type pad blog? Where uh, he, like, he used to update it all the time and he would always talk about his thoughts on branding. Yeah. And, uh, he was big into, into making sure that, like, the name was there. Actually, yeah. no, he wasn't. Right, I'm getting that backwards. He hated that, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> okay. I think that he wanted it to be called The Fall of Max Payne. Oh, really? Well, he had, respect to that guy, then. I might be wrong, so he might suck. He's either He either sucks or he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Idle thumbs. We have an opinion one way or the other. That's yeah, for sure. I can't remember, but I, I just remember that was a thing that was on there. I think he. I think that he might have been against it, though, because he had a rant... Uh, about how Diet Cherry Vanilla Dr. Pepper was a ridiculous thing to call a soda. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, you know. I'll look that up and get back to you guys for the next next week of the podcast. <laughs> Doing up, yeah. yeah. About the, but yeah, The Fall of Max Payne would have been an amazing name yeah. for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, they should have just called the movie that, too, actually, even though it's about the, based on the first game, probably. Yeah, no, that actually... It would, it would make the movie it's, seem it's, cool. Yeah, is yeah. the movie just called Just Max yes, Payne? Max it's Payne. called Just yeah. Max Payne, which is just so <laughs> just random. Da, 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 da. Hey! It's <laughs> just, it's that, just guy. that guy. Oh, Max. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Who's directing it? Do we know? Oh, I mean, I guess we Max. know if it's a week away. I, I don't know why. I guess I remember his name. I mean, they haven't released that information. That so close. Like, yeah, they've had yeah. trailers. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's been a lot of new. I mean, like he was pushing for a PG-13 rating, and he, you know, eventually got it. Did you see that news? Oh no. Oh, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Big deal. So it is PG-13. Yes. Did people? Complain? And there'll be a gamer cut on the on the DVD. Rated X. Yes. <laughs> uh, it will be rated rated AO. Rated AO. Yes. <laughs> Rated R for retarded. Uh, it would be great if the gamers cut was rated M. Yeah, <laughs> uh, actually, I would. I could easily see a marketing firm doing that. that getting getting the not... ESRB to rate this. Well, well, it's just... just a cutscene. That's all. That's all the ESRB really rates <laughs> yeah. anyway. It's just a linear playthrough of the game. So yeah, yeah. maybe they'll maybe they'll rate the Max Payne movie. That gets banned in yeah. Australia. Do we know <laughs> if the movie is going to have like ridiculous gratuitous slow motion? 
Uh, yes, I think we can say that much. From Why would it not have that? Yeah, I mean that's that is Max Payne, right? Like, like <laughs> movies, movies of that sort, like just sort of <laughs> B grade gun action movies. Even if they're not Max Payne, have nothing but ridiculous slow motion guys in a coat jumping out a window. So of course if, the Max Payne movie is going to be great have if it was just a movie about you know like two people having coffee or something. <laughs> you know, like, Max. I hope that it has that sort of Photoshop watercolor filter over the Nick whole movie. What? Oh man! Put it out a cup. Put it down, Nick. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, in stereo. I'm sure yeah. that 800 people on the internet have said that. Though. So, oh, about the Photoshop watercolor filter over the whole film. Oh, I would love to see that. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't. What? <laughs> I don't know. That, I don't think that would look like it. It would look. I, what? I, I, what? <laughs> I, I thought it would look amazing. Just sort of like, uh, like an, a, like. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> like you mean like in the cutscenes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like yeah, it would look hilarious. like your like and, Garage and Band from the '80s home like, produced music <laughs> video. One one frame for right. every five seconds. Like, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. It would actually yeah. look like um. Oh, never mind. All the fans would be like, "You're being so faithful." Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like they the first, really pulled it out. It's like the first person segment in Doom. Yeah. Which is still the only part of that movie I've ever seen because they showed it at QuakeCon. It's so bad. Yeah. It's yeah really I'm bad. sure it was bad. I don't doubt you. It was amazing. Yeah. Did you guys actually see the full Doom movie? Yeah, remember Steve I, uh, Steve Gannon and I reviewed it on IdleThumbs.net. Oh, that's right, on IdleThumbs.net. Potentially.com, but don't go to that one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know if it works. It.net. It might work. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Go to IdleThumbs.com. Test it out. Yeah. Actually, don't, please. Yeah, no, it's, pro- it's probably what you need when you need it. <laughs> You know, <laughs> sorry, everybody. No. You know how <laughs> waiting for Jake to compose himself. Sorry, uh, it was the stupidest reference in the world. Like, <laughs> what you need? What? What do I need? <laughs> don't don't encourage this. No, it's just uh, like domain squatting sites always say that at the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Actually, it does right now. At the time when we're recording this, if you go to idlethumbs.com, it's like, welcome to idlethumbs.com, your top source for all things idlethumbs.com. <laughs> and then it has links to like travel agents yeah. and like a person on a beach. Like, <laughs> right, but it doesn't have what you need when you need site. it. <laughs> yeah. So idlethumbs.com, we've got a search bar. <laughs> you can search the internet. we got some, some clip art. Or some like, the stock photo royalty <laughs> free, uh, yeah. yeah. No, so anyway, um, Chris, you also write about video games, <laughs> correct? So, you probably have seen some video games, maybe. No, do you yeah. hate looking at them? Oh, you know what? I saw recently it was Red Alert 3. Mm. Hey, yeah, yeah, how was it? It was really weird. I showed up for the uh, for the interview, and like it was Greg Kasabin was the guy I was interviewing, which is like, I mean, obviously, I mean, yeah, that's what he's doing now, but it was really weird. To show up there and like, you know, for a split second, my, my reaction was, oh, hey, Greg, like you're the other dude booked for the same time slot I am from the interview. Oh, wait, you're the person making this game. Weird. And then he said, fuck off, amateur. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I mean, oh, I no, he didn't say that because was the former executive editor at GameSpot, and now he's working at EA. Read our interview um, with him on IdleThumbs.net. Oh, yeah, we have that, too. <laughs> uh, we interviewed him a long time ago. Um, Steve did for a zine that wasn't for us, actually. Um, but, yeah, so it was... It, they're definitely going way fucking over the top with this. Like, really over the top. Um, they said... I, I, they, once again, a, a sequel to a game I didn't play. I played the original Red Alert. I didn't play Red Alert 2, and they said they were modeling it much more after Red Alert 2 in yeah. terms of the sort of wackiness. I mean, they you... must be because I played Red Alert 1 only and I, I don't okay, remember any so of this. Okay, so we're show. in the same situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they said that was definitely their touchstone. Yeah. Like they said to them Red Alert 1 felt more like a midpoint between Command and Conquer and Red Alert 2. Mm-hmm. Like so, you know, whatever. I mean, by, by wackiness, of... what do you mean actually? Cuz like well, I played Red Alert the... and I played CNC 1, but that's yeah, that's pretty much the right. end of my Westwood well, RTS like experience. The, the just I mean, have you seen any of the Red Alert 3 stuff at all? No, I'd like you to describe Jeez. it to me oh cuz you guys are both oh, talking yeah. about how it's wacky. <laughs> well, it's just Are you talking about like, like the, FM, the FMV stuff? Like a... Well, the FMV stuff, yeah. Like, or is there, is there, is there wackiness just, in the also game? Also just in the game. I mean, you've got like dolphins with lasers on them and like you know, crazy bears and just all sorts of nutty shit. Like, kind of, I mean, like the C and C games, the ones that I played, which were yeah. Command and Conquer One and Red Alert. Like yeah. they had 
Yeah, yeah. They like, like they had the the, the rollerblader guy tanks. drinking drinking motor oil, or right. like, and Red Alert is the, like Hitler invents a time or Hitler yes. invents a time machine. I wish that was the game. Einstein invents a time machine and kills Hitler. But uh, I mean that that is goofy, but it's not like dolphins with that's like evil genius right yeah. well it makes me kind of want to play red alert too so i can see how like, <laughs> fair yeah, enough yeah, yeah. but i will say on its own merits i i really have no idea what you know the west because there have been much more recent command and conquer games obviously there's cmp3 what year year ago two years ago yeah um which and I, I did play that and but i mean there were other ones you know there's generals and all that like all that stuff but uh so there's definitely a community and i don't really know if they feel red alert 3 is you know, like in the spirit of, of the series or not. Like, or like know. if it's Oblivion with guns. Right. Like, well, I think there are, there's, there are two groups of people. It's like people like us who just played the first game and then there are people yeah. who played the wacky stuff. And, right. So but I mean, I mean, <laughs> remember the day that Westwood went wacky? But my point is even the ones who play, <laughs> yeah. like with gamers, you never know. Like they, even the ones who played every single Command & Conquer game ever might still think this is bad. I have no idea. But the people who played Command & Conquer and the Kyrandia series are now completely <laughs> stoked at the sort of merging of Westwood's two pillars. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kyrandia. Jesus, where'd you pull that one from? It's the other Westwood game. Oh, they made those games? Yeah. I didn't know um, that. They also made Blade Runner. I did play that. Yeah. That that's, no, that's... that. Yeah. I liked it. Oh, I don't, I've never played it, but... Oh, okay. Com- compared to whatever that... Um, I don't know. I was trying to remember the name of a Kyrandia game. Uh, Malcolm's Revenge, possibly? Yeah. I don't um, know. But anyway, getting back to Red Alert 3, like, <laughs> I, you know, Sorry. I will say just on at face value, I like that approach. I mean... Uh, there aren't tons and tons and tons of real-time strategy games made these days. Not as many as there used to be. And you know, of the ones, most of them are pretty, gen- you know, generic. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm. That's Battle what I'm, of Middle exactly. Earth. Most you know, of them, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> made by the same, you know, team or the same studio. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same team, but um, the uh, but you know, I do like that. You know, it is just kind of fucking crazy. Like I, I like that. The the cutscenes are a little, I think, a little fan servicey, especially the kind of remix stuff, like. It's a little transparent in that regard. There's, there's remixes? What? They, EA's been doing all this sort of, kind of that kind of marketing that wants to be viral, but it's deliberately viral, which makes it sort of inherently not. You know what I mean? Um, where they... Like, put your face over Kane's face in <laughs> no, a no, second. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, they, they, like, have... They basically are making their own... Oh, like, blooper trailers. Right. Like, they're making their own sort of, like, remixed, so to speak, versions of their trailers with, like, wacky outtakes and stuff. It's kind of funny to see guys does, like, does, like George Takei like, like go forward and then backward, like they sort of yes, scrub to the right, footage backwards. Yeah, I think like animal bloopers or something, right, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like where there's like a, yeah. an animal falls out of a tree and, and then the goes back thing, up, and they'll set the whole thing to like a beat. You know what I mean? Like oh. it's that kind of thing. It's sort of amusing. But the I, seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I do think it looks, you know, kind of. I don't know. I, the actual game itself is not going to have blooper remix trailers in it. You know, what they'll I mean? be unlockable. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe there will be. But it does have J.K. Simmons and, you know, some other cool people. Oh, the plot, speaking of the time machine thing, they're actually... There's like, two time machines. Get this. Well, no, there's another time machine. It's What? Yeah. This time, it's the Soviets, as I recall, the Rus- like the Soviets going back in time to kill Einstein... To prevent him prevent from killing the time machine. ...from inventing the atomic bomb. Oh. Because that was the Allies' greatest... But does that mean that Hitler's now alive in this continuity? No, because of the whole butterfly effect thing, what it basically means is the world is totally different. So now the, Japan is like a major world empire um, that was never checked by the atomic bomb. Like they were never, you know, right. that didn't happen. So that's why J- Japan is the power it is in Red Alert 3, I'm sure. Like, I'm not sure about this temporal continuity. I don't know. I mean, it, to me, it's a. I mean, it's definitely a way to sort of just wipe the slate clean and like have an excuse to say, we're starting over so that you don't have to have played the first two games. But, I mean, it seems to me totally in the spirit of the story of the original game. Yeah, no, game. for but, sure. I mean, that's sort of, it's sort of hilarious that you had this original story about a guy going back in time to kill a dude, then you have these other dudes going back in time to kill that dude. Like, I don't know. I think there's there's some hilarious sort of poetic justice in that. And then it fucks them up entirely for different reasons. So, I mean, poetic fair enough. You know? Yeah. Like, Red Alert 3, poetic. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. A triumph of yes. literature. No, but I—I I don't know. I, to me, that was sort of a, a completely valid no, that's great. premise, and it's got you know, it's got the exact same thing where they—he puts out his hand and he shakes it, and the guy disintegrates. And then, like, like right, mm, big particle know, effect big, comes yeah, out. You're right, you're right. Awesome. What, I mean, that's no, that's that's not. A I don't word know why. You, I like, don't know why you're sort of vaguely on the defense of that. Well, you were <laughs> giving me one of your looks where it was like, no, that's great. I'm actually pretty happy about that. I thought yeah. that, that was that was yeah. a pretty great way to start Red Alert when it first came out. Right. 
Mm-hmm. But these yeah. days, <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> played out, man. Time yeah. machine killing a guy. Oh, Hitler, yeah. Einstein thing. Yeah, man. Goddamn Einstein. I miss him. Note, we should probably wrap this up for this week. I and think we're about for all time. For all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the one and only Idle Thumbs podcast. No, just kidding. We'll be back next week. Put us on your RSS feed. <laughs> <laughs> See ya! Hey, Bye. Uh, Bye. Tell your friends! Post about us on NeoGAF! <laughs> <laughs> or, or don't. Or do. Yeah. Hi there! Just a quick reminder that this item does not include a game disc or game cartridge. Please read the description of this item for complete details on what is included with this item. A game disc or a game cartridge is not included with this item. Let the games begin. BRE software. Color your hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a. It's already done. Wow.